Major companies have been using demonic advertising in order to bring in angst-filled audiences as neither witchcraft nor sexuality or even the number of the beast happens to be off-limits in this day and age. And Logan Paul's fiance continues to be dragged through the mud all over the internet as her past is being used by Dylan Dennis to help promote their celebrity boxing fight as we look at the real-world ramifications of a public life of lasciviousness. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at a number of stories, specifically not only some of the advertisements and some of the ways that people are pushing their products and using demonic material in order to do it, as well as the sad reality of what happens when you live a lascivious lifestyle and post about it on social media and how it can be used against you. But before we get into all of that, we would love if you would like this video as well as subscribe to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel so you can get videos whenever we put them out. And make sure you click on the bell to get those notifications. And if you're one that listens to this via podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review if you feel so led just to help the algorithm go. And also leave a comment. Say hello We'd love to talk with you if we can. But as we actually look at some of these companies that by their own admission use irreverent advertising on purpose to develop the conversation, to open up people's minds and maybe get their product in front of your face instead of something else. In fact, when we think of water, most people know how boring that may be. I guess you're probably not going to be clicking over and following Aquafina on Instagram, but with the advertisement of liquid death that seems to be changing the game because a lot of people probably didn't think too much when it came to what they're using for water outside of maybe their reverse osmosis or something along those lines or some of the ladies uh, walking around with their big giant stanley cups but nonetheless when we look at this and actually see that liquid death has become quite popular and i think for a lot of people that might have saw things on instagram or twitter and might even thought that this whole thing is fake. I think probably the Super Bowl ad was the one that got people's attention. And when you look at it, it actually looks like children are drinking beer. Breaking the law, breaking the law. 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 Now, a lot of people were upset by that. Some people just said this is a genius marketing trick. Now, I would say for the Christian, I hope that you are not giving this to your children and making people think as they walk by that your children at a young age is consuming alcohol. We'd hate to not do the thing that we're supposed to do, which is what 1 Thessalonians 5 tells us to do, and to avoid the very appearance of evil. We want to make sure that our kids are not getting drunk on our watch, and that would be really, really bad to look at. But it wasn't just that with liquid death. First of all, liquid death when it comes to water sounds like a pretty interesting name. But some people have pointed out some of their other advertisement, bad enough that 
you know, using the idea of children drinking, uh, this, you know, idea of them being rebellious and, and drinking water, but really it looks like beer. Uh, other people are noticing that there's also some demonic stuff that they're joking about and even uh, putting witchcraft and demonic things into the water. Have you ever heard of a real witch summoning demons and trapping them inside cans of water? Inside this very warehouse sits the entire inventory of liquid death mountain water. Each can is about to be infused with real demons by a real witch. A lot of what I practice can be considered traditional witchcraft. What you're about to witness is very real, very dangerous, and in my opinion, a terrible idea. We enter into the dark half of the year. Now is the time of the dead. I ask you spirits, those who are listening, I invite you here. I offer this water as a vessel for you to come into this world. When the cans are opened, you are released. I welcome you. Now is the time of the dead. Demon-infused liquid death. If you drink it, will you become possessed? Now, I'm sure you could say what we could all say, and that is, oh, this is just in jest. And in fact, they keep going with that because when it comes to using Tony Hawk, they actually brought Tony Hawk in and had him sell his soul and supposedly put his blood in a number of different skateboards that were to be auctioned off. Hey, what's up? I'm Tony Hawk, and I recently became an ambassador for Liquid Death Mountain Water. Apparently, I didn't read the fine print, and now Liquid Death officially owns my soul and my blood, too. I don't know. It's very confusing. They're taking my blood, and we're going to use it for skateboard graphics. So they're going to mix my blood into the paint and do a limited run of skateboards using my real blood in the graphics. But some of the profits will go towards killing plastic pollution and to building skate parks in underserved communities. Yeah, so I guess go to liquiddeath.com to get skateboards with my blood in it. So wait, if you have my blood, that means you have my DNA. Get the Liquid Death skateboard infused with 100% real Tony Hawk today. Wow, you can own your very own piece of Birdman, but hurry. Supplies are extremely limited, so visit liquiddeath.com slash hawkblood right now. Liquid Death also has some advertising where you actually can sell your soul right there on their website. And for most people, they look at this and they think, oh, it's no big deal. It's them just being funny. It's just joking. But... There is a real concern here that people are just partaking in this and it's no big deal. And I mean, when we are getting to a place, I think, in our culture where not only is this something that's not repulsive. I mean, there was a time where the Beatles simply said they were more popular than Jesus and people were burning their records. Praise God. But now it's you could literally say whatever you want. You could joke about whatever you want and even make fun of Christians who come out against such sort of thing. In fact, Liquid Death on their YouTube channel has an entire video mocking Christians, dressing them up as pilgrims, and then having them, of course, burn witches at the stake and even cussing and yelling at the devil.
Somebody order a pizza? Now, it is a frustrating thing when brothers and sisters in Christ just don't care when we are being mocked. I mean, ultimately, that simply saying, hey, I understand you like advertising and so forth, but it, it looks like you're just mocking people and you're playing around with the devil. And that's not really a good idea because you may think that this is just a joke. This is just a game, but he already has you in his hand. Uh, the Bible is very clear. There are children of God and there are children of the devil. You, Jesus was very clear. You are either for him or against him. And so when you are making these decisions to put a mockery towards these things and think that witchcraft, oh, it's just this, it's just good advertising. Uh, I, I don't think Christians should be spending their money on things that would joke about this and, and crack jokes like this. And in fact, I would appeal to a couple of different scriptures to talk about this. Obviously, we have freedom in Christ to purchase things. Obviously, when we even think about Corinth, and I'll be reading from 1 Corinthians, when you think about it, yeah, they had pagan practices all around them. When they'd go to the marketplace, they would be walking by meats that were sacrificed to idols. You would have to be taken out of the world to not be engaged in this life with non-believers. And in 1 Corinthians 5, he says it this way, when Paul is dealing specifically with an immoral person and some of the wicked things that he's doing, I wrote you in my letter not to associate with immoral people. I did not at all mean with the immoral people of this world or with the covetous and swindlers or with idolaters, for then you would have to go out of the world. But actually, I wrote to you not to associate with any so-called brother if he is an immoral person or covetous or an idolater or a reviler or a drunkard or a swindler, not even to eat with such a one. For what have I to do judging outsiders? Do you not judge those who are within the church? But with those outside, God judges. Remove the wicked man from among yourselves. Now, that text specifically is dealing with how we judge within the church, right? That text specifically is actually dealing with excommunication to withdraw, take that wicked man out from among you because he's doing these things and you're taking him in and you're patting him on the back and you're making him think that he's saved when he in fact is lost while practicing such things. And so he's going to be turned over to Satan. So yes, when it comes to church discipline, what is it my business uh, in terms of saying, oh, it's not like you're going to excommunicate Disney because they promote the LGBT stuff, but it doesn't also negate the command in Ephesians 5.11 to expose the unfruitful works of darkness. And we say that to express this is a treaty on church discipline. And this church discipline, I believe what Paul is describing is the same thing that Jesus described in Matthew chapter 18. We are trying to win them over. And if you read 2 Corinthians, you actually see that that man is won over. But in terms of what in light of that are we talking about here in this episode, the truth is, is that we would have to be taken out of the world to not see these things. But in light of that, we also do not need to continue to be around it on purpose. And in fact, you can even cause your brother to stumble if they see you drinking this stuff. And maybe there's somebody who's stumbled across this, especially if they are weaker or younger brother in Christ, and you can hurt their conscience. And Paul then goes further in 1 Corinthians 8, after saying that, then says this, however, not all men have this knowledge, but some being accustomed to the idol until now eat food as if it were sacrificed to an idol and their conscience 
being weak is defiled, but food will not commend us to God. We are neither the worse if we do not eat, nor the better if we do eat. But take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block towards the weak. Further on in verse 11, he says, For through your knowledge, he who is weak is ruined, the brother for whose sake Christ died. And so, by sinning against the brethren and wounding their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food causes my brother to stumble, I will never eat meat again, so that I will not cause my brother to stumble. Now, this is important. I think that this is not only here, but also in Romans chapter 14. This is one of those areas that Christians, brothers in Christ, need to get better at. We need to start caring more about those who we may stumble, those who are weak or young in the faith. We need to say, wait a second, if I could cause someone to stumble over this, I, there's some great reverse osmosis water that isn't sitting doing satanic witchery in their advertising, right? I, I think that's that's really important for us to understand. And it's not just simply liquid death that is doing this to try to shock and awe and bring about advertising because they get to make a bunch of money off it. And that's exactly what has happened here. Even Doritos, some of the big dogs, they're out there not just putting witchcraft, but also mixing witchcraft with their LGBT stuff. In fact, you can actually see in this clip where you have a family going and speaking to the dead. And when they talk to their dead uncle Alberto, you're going to see him with his also dead lover. Hermano, como te extraño. ¡Tío Alberto! ¡Qué sorpresa! ¿Qué hubo, la familia? ¿Cómo están? Alberto. ¿Quién es él? Es Mario, mi pareja. Milagro. Creí que este iba a estar solo para siempre. It's kind of wild to see there in that that they go from dark and dreary to once obviously the LGBT stuff is going on, then the light comes and now they express light. Very, very interesting. And that's exactly what some of these companies are doing. And one of the most disgusting ones, I think, has always been, and for quite a while, has to be Carl's Jr. They're advertising over the years, sexualizing women, having them wash cars while eating hamburgers on top of them. Uh, The idea that... If it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face, always putting sexual innuendo into their advertising. But even now, it's really interesting where they've gone. Not only the sexual innuendo, but they even would talk about not only fornication, but even adultery. Hefner, at age 77, was actually in the advertisement and is featured wearing his trademark silk pajamas and holding a large hamburger and says, quote, people ask me, hey, Hef, do you have favorites? I love them all. It just depends on what I'm in the mood for. 
to which he is interrupted when a young woman says, I feel for Hef. It's so hard to choose. And the commercial ends with the theme, quote, because some guys don't like the same thing night after night. Andy Putzer, the president and CEO of CKE Restaurants, Inc. at the time, also echoed the statement from Hefner, quote, we're appealing to an audience of young, hungry guys who expect a quality product, but want to have something different from time to time. As a pop icon, Hefner appeals to our target audience and credibly communicates our message of variety. Notice the not only fornication, but adultery here mentioned that he needs to have all these different types of women. Sadly enough, that was his only hope in this world because he didn't know Christ. And unless he repented on his deathbed, something we don't haven't heard anything about, sadly enough, he has gotten all his just dessert here on this earth, sadly enough, and he will be getting justice if he did not repent. But that wasn't it when we get into Carl's Jr. Now, and even today, they have gone from sexuality all the way over to the Diablo Burger, which is priced at $6.66. Yeah! Do not attempt to eat this burger unless you like sweating, gasping, and jalapeno habanero and pepper jack cheese induced hallucinations. My rule is remember, set your mouth on fire with a one-time El Diablo single for $6.66 in the Carl's Jr. app. Yeah! This demonic joke that they think they're playing, this fun that they think they're playing, that they just are simply being played with by Satan, being laughed at. And ultimately, I do believe that in jest, many people will think, oh, this Mark of the Beast, you guys were crazy. All you fundamentalist loonies who believe the Bible is true. Uh, we know this is all a joke. Give me that mark on my right hand or my forehead. We have just been joking so much all the way to perdition, sadly enough. And one of the models that has been used on Carl's Jr. is none other than Logan Paul's fiance, Nina Agdahl. And sadly enough, Nina has been dragged through the mud, as mentioned in the title, because she has lived a very public lascivious lifestyle. She's been recorded talking about different sexual acts and so forth that she practices and things that she likes as well as a very public love life with a lot of different celebrities and is now the fiance of Logan Paul. And why is this in the news? Why does this matter? Well, because Dylan Dennis, one of Conor McGregor, the famed UFC fighter, I guess if you can call him that, he hasn't fought too much in a while, but the famed fighter, uh, his jiu-jitsu training partner at one point in his career was none other than Dylan Dennis. And Dylan Dennis uh, is somebody that is doing a celebrity boxing match with... Logan Paul, and to try to to create a buzz for a fight that really I don't think many people would care about, he's ultimately used his Twitter platform to post both real and fake pictures of Logan Paul's fiance with other men. And this is sad. It's heartbreaking. Some of which are completely fake and fabricated for his points and his sick mental whatever he's trying to do, thinking he's funny while other parts are actually true. And what this actually shows us is the sad reality of what the Bible has described in Proverbs eleven twenty two, where it states, As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a beautiful woman who lacks discretion. It doesn't matter how beautiful a woman might be on the outside if the inside is gold. 
It doesn't matter how good looking a man is if he is simply someone who has no discretion towards who he is with. And it is a heartbreaking thing. And the truth is, when it comes to all of these things we read in the Bible and the warnings about fornication and adultery and shameful acts and so forth, all of these things are not there on accident. First John 5 tells us these commandments that we are given by God are not because God is a cosmic party pooper. The truth is, is God gives these commandments because he's the one who made us. And his commandments are not burdensome. I can tell you this without a doubt. Every act that I committed prior to coming to Christ, I feel shame for what I did. Absolutely shameful for the things that I did. And it's heartbreaking. And I would not want the public to have everything out and pictures of me with every single person and whatever, or anyone would. It's a heartbreaking thing. But in this generation, whether it's TikTok or Twitter or Instagram, people posting all of these things, giving their heart over to someone else and not guarding their heart when it should be guarded— all of these things are detrimental to us, and they are things, they are sin that ultimately keeps us from Christ. And giving yourself out there thinking, oh, this popularity will be worth it. If I can get enough likes on Instagram for some ladies and some guys, if I can get enough people to sign up for my OnlyFans, I could have a lot of money and buy nice things. But you don't get to take that with you. And sadly enough, you don't, you don't ever, no matter what, who you are, you cannot look at yourself in the mirror and be like, at least I have all this money after giving myself to everyone else. Sadly enough, when Israel was unfaithful to God, the picture that God used was of a prostitute opening themselves up to any passerby. And that is a sad reality, and that's not what God wants. And what is beautiful is, though, even we may warn about these things, which we should with fervency, the difference between the Holy Spirit and the enemy, a lot of times when it comes to conviction, is conviction versus condemnation, and also repentance versus that same condemnation, where the enemy might come and tell you, oh, who cares, you've already done all these things, it's not a big deal, just keep doing them. The Holy Spirit will convict us of sin. In the same way, when we want to come to him and say, I, I, I don't want to live this life anymore. I don't want to practice these things. When you see all these adult film stars, I hate calling it that, but I don't want our algorithm to be jacked up and people not to be able to see the video because I use a word that, that Facebook or YouTube is going to take down. But the truth is you look at all of these women that were in that industry and afterwards they're like, I can't believe I gave myself over to that. I'm ashamed of the videos that are out there. It is heartbreaking. But... All of it, if you turn to Christ, are nailed to the cross. All those anxieties, all those worries of things like, well, people will judge me, people will see me on the internet, whatever it is. Guess what? Even that, even that can be nailed to the cross. You cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. If you've committed sexual sin, God, guess what? Will forgive you of sexual sin. In fact, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, when it warns, and it actually says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? And it lists different sins, whether it's thievery, whether it's idolatry, whether it's liars, whether it's fornicators or adulterers or homosexuals. The Bible, the same Bible that warns that they will not inherit the kingdom of God also says to that very church in Corinth, such were some of you. If you get involved in that entertainment industry, when you come to Christ, it's all bought and paid for if you truly turn to him and run away from you, run away from it. If you are someone who has been involved in watching, in voyeurism, 
and looking at that and getting your thrills off that, you turn to Christ, it's bought and paid for. You turn to him and when he sees you, he doesn't see all the filthy things you've looked up on the internet or done and posted about. What he sees on the day of judgment is to tell us I paid in full because Jesus Christ paid for those crimes, for those sins you committed on the cross. He doesn't see you. He will see his son bought and paid for. And what he will say to you is not you filthy, disgusting person for doing all those things. What he will see to the one who turns to him in faith and puts on the Lord Jesus Christ, he will see his son. And he will say to you, well done good and faithful servant. And that's what we want to be. We want to hear those words. Those are the words I pray that my children hear every time I pray for them at night. And I pray for you as well, that you will hear the same thing that I can't wait to hear when I get to be in the joy of the Lord with my Savior. Well done, good and faithful servant. If you haven't turned to Jesus, today is the day of salvation. Turn to him right now. This has been Chad Davidson, and this is the 511 News. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.